before we do that, to housekeeping, you're, of course, listening to Grind Season uh, here on uh, Odyssey. Uh, you can get it on the free Odyssey app. We are, yes, an Odyssey podcast, but of course, you can get us on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcast coming at you twice per week. Uh, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate you. And and speaking of Phoenix, it's part of what will be, I counted it up, a six-game in 10-day stretch for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, it's going to start Saturday with Indiana. Now, that's an Indiana team that have been playing well, same, but it looks like it's going to be without Halliburton for at least uh, this game. And it looks like a couple of weeks he was on crutches the other night, got hurt in that loss to the Knicks. So you catch a catch a break there. You get Phoenix in the aforementioned MLK game on, on Monday. Then you've got Cleveland, uh, the best defensive team in the NBA, at least right now, by a couple of tenths of a point ahead of the Grizzlies. Uh, at the Lakers, at Phoenix again, and at Sacramento. So, again, a stretch there where you're – obviously it's much tougher than what you've faced of late. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, six games in ten days, like we said. Saying about if, if I was throwing those six at you, uh, in terms of, okay, Indiana, Phoenix, Cleveland, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Sacramento, what's fair to expect of a Grizzlies team that's won eight in a row in terms of uh, uh, in terms of wins through that six-game stretch? Uh, just looking at the way the games are spaced out, um, they don't have they don't have a back-to-back -back until you go. Till the end, right? Phoenix, right. Sac Phoenix Sacramento, mm -hmm. you get a back-to-back. -back. Which um, they've been good in, by the way. Right. Uh-huh. Um, six games let me see i think we i think we beat the pacers on the road without halliburton i think you get the i get to get the Suns at home to go 10 and 0 you owe phoenix for what they can yeah, yeah i think you i think you get that 10 straight i mean that 10 and 0 that cleveland game is going to be a big test if you beat that cleveland team it's time to start you know getting you it's just time to hit that gritty Start, you know, talking a little mess. You, I'm, I'm little with bit. you. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. You know how that how you match up against that defense. Yeah, uh, man. Just being real, you can. I can see a five and one. You know, I can see a five and one, four and two out of this stretch for sure, man. Um, yeah, I can see it. I can see it for sure. These guys are playing really good basketball right now, and you know, you got like I said, you got the Pacers shorthanded. I think I think I see us dropping that Cleveland game, even though it's a home game. Cause I think you have once you get yeah, I think I think we lose to Cleveland and maybe maybe Sacramento on the road. But outside of that, I think we're rolling. I think you take four and two and out of that six all day long. You know, uh, uh, something I, I looked into, you know, 28 13 through the first half of the season. We mentioned it there at the top of the show. You look at the second half of the season. And over at uh, Tankathon, it shows you in terms of remaining schedule, Grizzlies got the 17th, just the 17th toughest schedule the rest of the way. Mm -hmm. Denver, Denver's, it's funny, you're, it's almost, you, you have the same road record, home record as Denver, the same overall record. Their, their remaining schedule is essentially the same. Uh, they got the 16th toughest. So 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 theirs is a, a slight bit tougher, than, but it's about the same, you know, for the second half of the season. So, um it's not like it's going to change tremendously. You know, some people right. have looked at that first half, said, especially the last few games, said, well, the Grizzlies got a lot of cupcakes first half. But if you look at the season as a whole, this second half isn't something that uh, where it just, you know, turns up all of a sudden and right. the Grizzlies are playing the, the toughest schedule in the, in the second half. 17 toughest the rest of the way. You'd think with a schedule like that, 
barring health, setting health aside, that there's no reason why the Grizzlies can't go can't put up another 28 and 13 type record in the second half, end up around 56, 57, 58 wins. Yeah, I can I can definitely see them going crazy uh the second half of the season with Bain, Jaron, and Ja, you know, all cooking at the same time. Plus the trade deadline is coming up. We don't know what additions we're gonna make, any changes we're gonna make. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on some stuff, man. We ain't gonna talk about it today. But y'all might want to tune in to the next one because I got some stuff I want to talk about. Just kind of shaking tea leaves. Cause there was a podcast that came out where somebody mentioned something. I want to see what you think about that. We're gonna wait till the next show though. Okay, y'all a teaser. But that's this coming. We're gonna talk more into this this trade deadline situation for sure. Um, but yeah, man, one thing, one another thing I wanted to mention too with the Denver Nuggets. I'm not a uh I'm not sure sit up and watch games all night guy. Once the Grizzlies go off, I usually go to bed. But uh, when I do watch games, bro, when's the last time you saw Denver play a road game? It seems like whenever they, whenever I look up, they're playing at home. It's nearly impossible to beat those dudes at home because of their their uh the elevation there. Got the same. Um, they're eighteen and three, just like you at home. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to crap on them. I'm not trying like they're not good, but there are a lot of built-in advantages to uh, the Denver Nuggets, who are a good team. And going in trying to beat those dudes at home is is going to be uh daunting task. I want to I want to see how many road games they have left um beginning of the season and who they're playing against for sure. Um Aaron, Aaron Gordon is the, the, I guess I have to give him at what is it 16 and a half points, 6.9 rebounds. He's just I didn't think that was a fit when they made that deal. Me he, I never understood why they made it, that deal. It's fitting now. Yeah. It's fitting now. I can't yeah. I can't even I can't even hate on it. It's fitting. Uh, it's another reason why is he's. It seems like his game is increasing. Mm-hmm. Is that there are a lot more Aaron Gordon in the league now than there used to be? Because when he came into the league, people were like, okay, what are you? You know, what I mean, are right. you a three? Are you a four? They're trying to make him be a three. Now he can be. He can comfortably be a four in today's NBA and just you know roll. He can look like a, you know, a, a poor man's Blake Griffin type dude. You know, for sure. Um, as 30. compared to. I was gonna and say 37% from, from three. Oh, him. yeah, he's got that jumper. He's he's percent from the floor overall. Like him, you know, their third leading scorer this year. That's a you know, he, he's yeah. he's a guy that you have to contain at least because you ain't stopping Jokic. Um, but but Gordon seems like that X factor for them this year. Right. Somebody the Grizzlies gonna have to obviously mark, uh, no question mm-hmm. about it. Well, 